It's the new Boba Fett Star Wars action figure from Kenner. Darth Vader sold separately. Capture them alive! I'm the best bounty hunter in the whole galaxy. That's why you got the job. Boba Fett has his helmet with play rangefinder to locate your objective. You can move his legs, knees, arms, even wrists and elbows. His backpack unit is removable. You have your mission. Good luck. I don't need luck. I'm the best. New Boba Fett Star Wars action figure from Kenner. Darth Vader sold separately. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 226 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolachaki, or Raj Press. I forgot to say that. My, co- my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Boo The man we call Crunch Crunch. The man who is wearing a tank top and his guns are out. The license to kill with those guns. Mr. Les is still getting over the flu. First time you actually hope for somebody to have the flu. It's a regular flu. Yeah, we hope that you're really yeah. sick with the flu, Les. Uh, hopefully I'm not. I'm starting to come out of it. It was a rough well, night. You know, last what night. Trying, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah. This today, tomorrow more will be the test. Because when you do get the test for syphilis, I hope it's negative. I really do. The man we call King Tom, the king of all pods, the CEO of the Tom Chansky Alliance of Podcast Networks of something. I keep trying to resign, but they won't let me. No, no, never. It's never going to happen. How you doing, buddy? All right acceptable how are you actually i'm really excited because we haven't had a, a guest host in a long time and we have one today the man i call el hombre the man who i caught playing red dead redemption earlier i eric came on the stream early and i was excited i thought oh eric wants to come out and come on here early and we'll do a pre-production meeting we're all excited but he didn't have his earphones on and he looked very serious so i was like i'm gonna leave him alone either he's doing work or doing something and then uh, yeah, I find out he's playing Red Dead Redemption. Mr. Strothers, how you doing? <laughs> well, living that cowboy life, man. I'm doing great. Just took a week off work and the kids have been home the whole time doing school. So, yeah, it's been the best. Zero yeah. problems whatsoever. Ugh. I'll just say one quick thing. Teachers Please. who are doing all this, they are kicking ass, man. They are making the best of a situation I'm, and they're superheroes. And that's all they I can are. say. They're saints. Tonight's special guest, we bring back one of our favorite guests. Every time he's on, we have a blast from the Pop Culture Hour and from a new YouTube podcast, YouTube channel show called Scumbag and Villainy. Mr. Am I right? It's plural. Scumbags. 
Oh, scumbags. No, actually, you're right. I'm wrong. There it is. You're right. That sums it all up right there. <laughs> Mr. Mike Pappas, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I don't even know the name of my new, my new project. <laughs> I never realized how white King Tom's teeth really are. <laughs> Look at those things. Those pearly whites. He really Man, is the king God. of Star Wars podcasting. Look he at really that. is. He really is. He's the, for that. He's the face of our podcast, you know. I put him out there on everything. I see that. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy like to us. be here, by the way. Thank you. Hey, guys. we're happy. I surprised the guys. I didn't even tell the guys that you're coming and popped you in. And Les took off his shirt and wore a tank top. I mean, it's just it's amazing. <laughs> I know. I when when he slept over, I forgot to tell you, he crawled in bed one night with me. Yeah. Did he? Tell you that. Yeah, yeah, we cuddled. Uh, I, I, that's I, that's I, really yeah. messed up that I didn't get invited to that. Yeah, well, it was in, it was it was a moment we had to share. I bet it was. Yeah. I bet it was. Yeah. So, buddy, what have you been up to? Please talk to us. Let us yeah. know how you're doing. Yeah. So, uh, in the midst of the 2020 insanity, I'm I'm doing pretty well today. Just keeping myself busy. Back to work. Took some time off. Did some soul searching, as all you guys probably already know. And a bunch of listeners, I'm sure, if, if they uh, listen to Pop Culture Hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm feeling great today. Started a new project with my buddy, Bill Beck, who produces Pop Culture Hour. He does all our, our cute graphics and yeah, yeah, all our great. fun stuff. It's kind of just like, it's not really a podcast. It's gonna We're calling it like The Adventure with Bill and Mike, really, besides <laughs> the, the logo name. Because like we don't have a set schedule. Like I'll be out in the city or I'll be at a toy store. And then I'll like let them know 10 minutes before and then we'll just Skype and we'll do stuff on the fly and vice versa. So it's just going to be like constant 10 minute, 10, 20 minute clips on YouTube and then eventually on a podcast stream where we'll just kind of feed content in all week long in like small little bits. So it's a little different, very snackable content. We're going to have fun with it. It's not going to be too serious. And when we do longer bits, eventually we're going to have both, I guess, you know, people who, who, who are obviously are Star Wars fans, but who, who've dealt with mental health in the past and how right. Star Wars has like really helped their lives because Bill and I both have had our battle with mental health and stuff. So we want to focus on a little bit on that angle, but not the entire thing. So obviously we'll have everybody else on as well, but uh, it's definitely going to be one of the focal points of the content that we're going to put out there. And it's just like a fun, productive, positive side project that we both decided to do. It's been a blast so far. That sounds so great. It sounds original. Sounds fresh, but you do know that Quibi went bankrupt, right? You're a little. I, know. <laughs> I just want to throw that, like the ten, the ten minute episodes. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not yet. Not yet. Well, they are. What about not yet. The, they're yeah. bleeding out. Yeah. Right. What about the Star Wars minute? Is that guy still around? Yeah, that guy's still around. God bless him. <laughs> that God guy gets him. in his car at like 5 a.m., hides from his wife, and just bangs out like snippets. <laughs> you know. I'm glad you're doing well. I am very, very happy that you you look healthy. You look great. I'm so proud of you, dude. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. I mean, when I've got a six pack of Stella with me, it's usually when I, when you know, we go viral with this shit. But you know, it is what it is. What are you gonna do? No, that's okay. It's okay. Last time you were on, you were talking about I think fucking a bear, uh, mm. playing guitar with Eric naked or something like that. Or was that was that what we were? I think, that I think happened. That was, that was for that sure. sounds sounds yeah. about right. That was one of the uh, highlights of our or the history of the Sith list. I mean, it was amazing. You just being here, being healthy. That's all I care about. And so uh, let's do this, man. We still have some fun. Come on. 
Let's do it, man. Oh, oh, dude, absolutely. That's that's not where I was going with it. I'm just saying, I'm, not, I'm not getting naked for you guys tonight. That's all. Damn it. Damn, damn it. it. That is a damn. damn well, Les is already well, halfway there. I'm so already yeah, half are, naked, so there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. That is true. Less in, in California, the temperature is like two degrees above 75. Less is like tank top time. <laughs> know, right. Exactly. How's everybody else doing? Eric, you sounded a little stressed out when you were talking about the whole staying at home and kid thing. And how's it going? Man, okay. So here's the deal. Every time I take vacation, like, and it's always a staycation, my wife can't take off work and I get four weeks of vacation a year. Then I use like a week and a half of, but I take a week off, boom, something happens. One of the kids sick, something. And I'm not joking. This has been every time for like the past four or five years. And uh, I put in for a week vacation a few weeks ago and my little girl's class got quarantined for two weeks. I put in for a week's vacation immediately following Thanksgiving and the entire school goes to remote learning for a month and some change. And so here I am with the kids, man. And uh, they are not real hip to me just chilling out and doing my thing. And I mean, that's fine. I need them to have school and be as normal as possible. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so the, I'm the IT guy at work and I'm the IT guy at home. It's the best. It's the best. Oh man. King Tom, how about you? Are the kids doing distance learning or what's going on there? No, they're back in school. Uh, they, they were off last week, but they're back and it's, it's just a, it's a rough adjustment because you have a whole week at home and then you go back and right. You know, they're going to be back for like two or three weeks and then, Christmas break and I, it's been a bit up and down. I heard earlier this week my movie theater. It's an AMC. It's located right next to Ohio State University. So you'd think that it, it is one of their better performing theaters, but they uh, AMC announced this week that it was closing. Oh, sure. because of COVID. It's like the that only makes, one of their sense, yeah yeah in the area that's closing. The, the other ones. But supposedly some management company is stepping up and going to run it. I don't know if it's still going to be an AMC. Or not? Oh. I mean, I you know, I, and oh, you're saying you're going, saying it's closing down completely. Yeah, but this oh, management shit. company may may run it, and I've been going there for 20 years. I had, you know, all my Star Wars opening night since Attack of the Clones. There, oh, all you know, shit. Marvel movies, everything, and and they they employ a ton of people. So, oh, that's I'm, I'm hoping not for selfish reasons, but you know, for the community because it is really one of the only theaters in in that area. Uh, I'm hoping it comes back. I wonder if this, like this, you know, I'm doing quote unquote air quotes, the uh, relief package that they're, uh, the CARES Act that they're working on. And allegedly by Christmas, they're going to have something. I hope they do because uh, I'm on it and I need an extension. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to have something for the entertainment industry in there. I think other countries have done something. So, but it's something that would make sense. So they probably won't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah. Good call yep. Tell you when it comes to like the entertainment industry, the I mean, for the for the businesses, don't get me wrong, it completely sucks because they employ a lot of people mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But what who really gets it is the independent contractor, the for hire musicians and oh, God, all that stuff. Imagine. They are just effed in the A, man. Oh, because you know, unless they went all out and got like a you know an LLC doing business eric strathers doing business as eric strathers you, there's no paycheck protection paycheck no. protection loan no. or anything you're just no. you're done and you can't get unemployment because you haven't been paying in any you're yeah, you're right. an independent contractor and so oh, yeah you're just absolutely stuck oh that's awful and that and that goes for like the uber drivers and all that too oh yeah anybody who's an independent oh, contractor and not awful. an employee Les, how you doing buddy doing great 
You're not feeling well. You're being a trooper. You're coming in. Let's you don't do have a this. fever, do you? I broke my fever last night. I have a very aggressive. Uh, With your biceps? When it comes to fevers, I definitely attacked them. I hope it was a 24-hour flu. Because that's been going yeah. around too, by the way. The 24-hour bug has been Those are around. ass kickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's what happened yesterday. Part of today, Speaking of so. ass kickers, Boo, how you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm doing good. Just uh, just hanging out and, you know, trying to enjoy the holidays as much as much as we can. The lights are up at work is nuts. So, yeah, you get slammed. This yeah, time of year. I have uh, I, I do have the little bells on my shoes, though. So I sound like an elf walking down the hallway and at work. And oh, stuff nice. Like that. So, yeah, I try to bring just that little bit of holiday cheer. Right. I saw you You have some kind of like ornament on your in the back of your car, too. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a couple of the uh, couple of little red, like shiny ornaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of having testicles, they're mm-hmm. uh the little uh so little instead balls. of bumper balls you have jingle bells there you go there mm. you go yeah all right well, let me go with the shenanigans for everyone that helped out with the toy drive from beyond the blast doors podcast network thank you so much there's a couple days left but by the time you get this it, you won't make it in time but they've done some amazing work so for everybody that has donated thank you so much for doing that um, you can check us out on the sithlist.net where you can find our YouTube videos, like our reaction videos. Les and I have been doing Mandalorian reaction videos and um, they're going really well. So please check that out and subscribe. We're also doing breakdown videos in the morning with King Tom and Les and I. So YouTube is uh, where it's at with the Sithlist right now. Also, you can ha- check us out on T Public, find our merch. We have stuff on there and our Pod It Forward page where you can find podcasts like the Pop Culture Hour. That's on there and the bad motivators and all the other great podcasts that we love and listen to. Just click them and go and listen to them and their wonderful, wonderful podcasts. So that is the shenanigans for this week. Let's talk about the box office since we're talking movie theaters and them going out of business. The Crudes is number one this week. Not a decent number, but more than that we've been hearing. Crude, the new age, made $9.7 million. We've been, you know, talking about 2 million, 3 million, but hey, man, you get some animated kids films out there. Who cares about COVID? Let's go to the movies. 9.7 million. Freaky, 799,000. The War with Grandpa, still in there, Robert De Niro, 585,000. And Let Him Go, 453,000. And King Tom, are you ready for this? Yep. Come play at 350,000. <laughs> Not Tenet. Not Tenet. <laughs> yeah. So that there is your box office. Uh, did anybody watch anything? Because I watched a couple of things. First of all, I want to say thank you to OG Rob. I got the Highlander Blu-ray. <laughs> okay. Yes, I came in the mail. And let me just tell you, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you know what? Though? Oh, hang on. <laughs> wow. you've, never, you've never seen Highlander? I've never good. seen Highlander. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not the point, Pappas. He was, was going to send a, co- a copy of it to all of us. But there can be only one Jesus, you guys suck. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, Eric. I love it. I love is that a Highlander that reference? It is. Yes, yeah. it is a Highlander reference. If Dude, I would have watched that, I would have known. Yeah, if you would have watched, you would have known. Yeah. And then you got to watch Highlander 2, The Quickening. And then you got to watch the really bad third one that shouldn't exist. And then there's another one after that that's even t- more bad okay, and good. Like, or that shouldn't exist. But yeah, I'll so, watch it. I'm not gonna pull a, pull a Boo. Boo took you, like you, you're already on the way. No, you took like you're already year. on the way. You took like you're you're already already 15 more weeks. The fucking Carlos, water you of, took, of waiting. You took here. like a full eight months 
of the before you saw the last dragon dude. i was still yeah. doing shit what was he what's eric, he been doing eric, he's been at home voted out of his house twice fuck oh, eric child. almost got voted out of his house twice yeah trying to show the last dragon to his children and yeah Pappas, in case you didn't hear man it was my birthday and i'm uh, like hey it's my birthday kids mm. let's watch a movie and i put on the last dragon and inside of 15 minutes they were like turn this off it's terrible <laughs> they didn't like, like the break dancing they hated everything about it up. Dude, is the best. I was devastated. But uh, hey, I did watch a couple things. Okay. I and it's all Christmas stuff. And okay, first of all, I watched Noel on Disney Plus. It has Anna Kendrick in it, and it's a name. It's N-O-E-L-L-E. Oh, okay. N-O-E-L-L-E. Yeah, I spell it right. Noel. Anyway, dude, it's stupid, but it is really cute. The kids liked it. Anna Kendrick is hot. Um, A plus all around. I we I also watched the Christmas Chronicles 2 on Netflix, Kurt Russell as Santa. Oh, Dude, Han. here's the thing. <clears throat> he rules at that role. I'm serious. He crushes it. He looks great. The the makeup and the, the, the beard and the whole bit looks mm-hmm. so real. And he is excellent in the role. The story's corny as hell, man. But I uh, just unapologetically loved every last second of it. It was great. It's been a huge hit on Netflix, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. The first one's great. Second one's even better. It's good stuff. That's Eat awesome. your heart out, Tim Allen. You hear that? And it's, I know you're listening, uh, buddy. Sorry. And it, yeah. Jesus. Tim Allen, you're nothing, nowhere, nobody. <laughs> and it's also got the kid who was the mutant in Deadpool 2. Oh, oh yeah. Firefist. Yeah. Yeah. The New oh. Zealand. New oh, Zealand right dude. on. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Rusty Collins. Yeah, he was. He's the bad guy in this. Rusty Trombone. <laughs> I was <hope not. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> just killed her. Uh, oh, while he's drinking him, let's just you be careful. My new Xbox is right over here. I don't yeah, want to say you take on it. I'm sorry. Who? Yes, yes. I watched uh, Elf for the first time. First time. First time? First time. Oh, you guys, you guys, I got to school you guys more often. Well, Elf is fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. As, as far as like a, a Christmas movie, oh. you know, what is it? I, I should have brought up the article, but there was a rating as far as most Christmassy movie, mm-hmm. I guess. Elf was like number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, How did the Grinch Stole Christmas? One of my top three. Favorites. Yes, yeah. exactly. It was number did one. Did carry one though? Did yes. Yes, one? exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Elf just... The thing that was the funniest for me is when I got caught off guard, gets hit by the taxi. Yeah. I lost it. Oh. When, uh, when what's her name? Uh, Zoe Deschanel yells at him for singing in the shower, runs right into the lockers, lost it. Oh. But my favorite part was the Peter Dinklage oh. scene where he just whoops his ass. And at the end, he's like, he's an angry elf. I think he's from the, one, of the, one of those elves <laughs> from the South. Oh, oh, oh it's just great. so good. And it's, just, it's such an endearing movie. You know, it's, you know, calm the fuck down and enjoy the holidays kind of thing. Right. Your family. Right. So, yeah. So it, it is a really funny movie. A, it, I could see why everybody loves it. And it's become the classic, classic yes. film oh, yeah. of Christmas. The new classics. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. The Will Ferrell used to make good movies, man. Well, he used to make Dude. movies in general. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, you know, when I was, I got so disappointed and then I, for me, it went downhill from there. Like before, similar to Adam Sandler's career before he got the Netflix deal was like, right when Sherlock Holmes came out with him and John oh. and like, and I was, it was supposed to be like the new stepbrothers type movie and yeah. it just sucked. It was, was just, mm-hmm. it was just so bad. 
and you've only spent a dollar fifty. Well, that's a hell of a lot less than I had to spend to go see that piece of crap remake of Bewitched. Guess what? I'm a witch. Guess what? I'm a Clippers fan. <laughs> mm. Hmm. That's not funny. Yeah. Uh, he, he dropped off once he did a Talladega Nights for me was his final masterpiece, and that's it. And then from there, yeah, that was he, a good I think one. he fell off after uh, when he did with Kevin Hart, Get Hard. I'm like, okay, yeah. you're done. It's over. It's funny how these comedians. <laughs> saw like, that, that was actually really funny. That was pretty good. When well, he, he was in the um, the one with the cop movie. The other yeah, guys. with with Wahlberg. Yeah, I, that I was good too. That's great thing. But uh, but I'm yeah. saying like that was for, good. for Will Ferrell's like over the top comedy where he gets louder yeah. and he just says random. Yeah. And you're just going, this does not make sense. Talladega Nights. Yeah. The end of it. The other guys yeah. was great too. But yeah, Talladega Nights is like the final for me. Like that was the high. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Yeah. Other guys was great. Michael Keaton's return was that movie, by the way. That was Michael yeah. Keaton's yes, before, Bird, that's before right. Birdman, before yeah. Birdman, before Spider-Man, before oh. everything. That was it. That's right. And, and and Get Hard was after the other guys. That's he already started to kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. The only yeah. Yeah. We went down a Will Ferrell rabbit hole here. That's okay. I'm glad you got. I'm glad you saw Elf. Yeah, it's, it's truly a classic. Mm-hmm. Truly a classic. I, That's where Boo had two big giant pieces of pie, right? Oh my God! Yeah, Jesus. So I, what is it? Of course, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Boatloads of leftovers everywhere. Yeah, every home and just <clears throat> pies and turkeys and just. You just, still have them. I, leftovers I here. I, I was. That's what I just ate before I came here. Too much leftover. So yeah. Wait, so you ate, you ate our leftovers. Shh, you're not supposed to know that yet. Yeah. yeah no, so, yeah. So, I, I've, it's, uh, what is it? I'm offered pie and I'm like, what do you have? Though there's apple and pumpkin. Well, fuck yeah. You know, that's America and a plate right there. Give me, give me a couple slices. It is like a quarter of each pie on a plate. All you need um, is a handgun on top. She, <laughs> and a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it just giant slices of pie. It just, it's just game over. So, yeah, I, I slowly slip into a food coma of pie. After the movie, yeah, delicious pie. Never enough whipped cream, though. Anybody yeah. who gives me shit about whipped cream on top of my pumpkin pie, whipped cream or Cool Whip, I don't give a fuck. Either one, okay. But you don't like cherry pie? No, nobody likes cherry. Pie. I like cherry pie. Oh, Shut I up, love Raj. cherry pie. Shut up, Les. I love cherry pie too. Well, you're wrong. Cherry pie is. Great. I mean, it's not my favorite one, but oh. boysenberry cherry pumpkin. Oh, boysenberry pie is blueberry, delicious. Peach, blueberry, blueberry. Peach, peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. Mm. How are you going to deny cherry pie, boo? Sucks. When I worked in New York, I, I was with one of the reporters who we went to a diner and we had pie after. He says, you should have some ice cream with your pie. I'm like, why should I have some ice cream pie? He says, pie without ice cream is like sex without the spanking. <laughs> ah, I like that. I like that. That's a good one. That is very, very, very good. One. That's, that's how it goes down, dude. <laughs> Words awesome. to live by. Oh, that's, that's, great. that's amazing, dude. Did you have ice cream with the pie, though? Of course. There you go. Attaboy. Yeah, yeah, you gonna, like you said, said, words to live by, just like Enough you said. said. Yeah. Enough said. There it is. That's, that's, that's a uh, bumper sticker. <laughs> oh, Sometimes people just, you know, I guess you're supposed to bottle up and sell it, or you could give it out for free. King Tom just gave it out for free, everybody. That's right. There, there it is, dude. He just He's gave it out for free. He's a man of the free. people. Yeah, man of the people. He's a man yeah. of the people. And if for you West Wing fans, uh, we're in trouble because it comes off of Netflix on the 24th. So I have six seasons left to watch with Lorena in, before Christmas oh. Eve. So 
for US Wing fans and the Office fans, it's a lot of stuff's coming out in December and going to the P of the Cock, I think it's called, network. Kylo Ren, get us some Star Wars news, please. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. That was very disappointing. Kylo Ren or the P of the Cock? <laughs> that one, that second one, yeah. My bad. Yeah. It's all right. I was already dead inside anyway. So <laughs> it, it, here's the deal, man. The big news. Nobody cares about anything else. The big news. Why is dying? He's dying. Is the, oh, no. it, it's the <laughs> Mandalorian. I think like the pee of the cock. I think pee of the cock works. I think the pee of the cock works. Anytime I can get King Tom to laugh like yeah. this. <laughs> look, at him, look at him turning red. He's a tomato. I wish listeners could see this now. It's a horrible name for a fucking streaming app. It is. It's a horrible it's so name. Bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna kill less now. Yeah. Please don't kill me. Yeah. So the big, the big news that that gag of Raj has probably cured you. You just don't know it. Yet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but it's like Clorox inside of his body. It's uh-huh. like it's like footprints in the sand. I'm gonna go get direct sunlight injected. Oh, that'll work. So. uh <laughs> Oh, I know a guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, God dang it. Can we just do this? So, <laughs> so the big news. The only, the only thing that anybody cares about is season two, episode five, West chapter Wing. 13. West Wing. <laughs> West Wing. <laughs> God damn, Jed Bartlett. Uh, the this podcast has already gone off. The so, dude, I, I, I got it some news <laughs> to tell everybody. Last week was my last episode, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want oh. you to delete anything I've said in this one, but leave oh. the space. Oh. So you talk and just dead air. Okay. So anyway, man, the Mandalorian. The big mm. news is the Mandalorian. We got two things. Number one, Ahsoka Tano. We all knew it was coming and it came and they didn't waste any time getting to it. They didn't tease us. They just, the show started and there she was cutting down fools. And also we got a name for the child and it's Gogurt. But uh, I thought it was Ragu. I thought it was Roku. So the real quick, we've all seen it. Everybody that's listening to this has seen it. I'll just give you my quick take on it. Visually, the lightsabers, that whole opening sequence with Ahsoka and this mist disappearing and coming back, so baller. That was killer. However, some of it was a little uh, like staccato and she wasn't like here's this is an Ahsoka who has been uh, worn down by the sands of time. She's yes, she's arthritis. She's mad and um, it's a little different, man. And and the pacing of some of it, like the the fight, the duel between Ahsoka and the magistrate, really, like they both are very capable. And there were some cool scenes, but it looked like this is choreography for people who don't know how to fight mm-hmm. is what it looked like. It was clunky and and a little awkward, yeah. uh, along with the dialogue delivery. But everybody's great at it. I love the episode. Don't get me wrong, but it just. Yeah, but you know we got a name for Grogu, man, and that's 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 killer. I'm glad we got it. And I I just want to say, Araj and I talked about this beforehand. <laughs> I did not for one second think that 
when the Mandalorian said it's time for us to say goodbye, I'm like, oh, please, <laughs> you, you, you're not selling this at all. There's no way he's leaving without that kid. And, but maybe, I, maybe somebody else thought differently. What did you guys think of it? King Tom, what did you think? Uh, no, yeah, I thought Grogu's sticking with Din for the long haul. I thought it was a very good episode. Like you said, some of the acting and characterization was a little bit off. Um, our friend Maria on Steel Wars, she said that she felt, you know, Ahsoka's the most compassionate Jedi we saw, her and Anakin, uh, back in the Clone Wars and the prequels. And none of that compassion was here, especially when she first met Grogu and, and Din. And, you know, ah- Ahsoka was hardened. And yeah, it's one thing for time to change a person, but to take that much out of a person's essence. I think that's why it did come off a little bit weird. And, and l- like you said, Eric, some of the that final duel, it looked a little bit weird. And that, you know, um, the magistrate, she's played by her father was one of Bruce Lee's final students. And Bruce Lee was her godfather. She's a stunt yeah. woman. You know, she knows how to do this sort of thing. So after hearing that about her as I, I was a little bit surprised but mm. i thought you know it was a good it was a good chapter a, a good entry in the show just there were some things that missed the mark and let me start by saying this i know there's tons of controversy going on right now with rosario dawson i know that is is happening and i know she had an article with the brez to explain her piece on this controversy did you read that kick top yeah, I read. I mean, it was part of a much larger article where the Brez was talking with her and Filoni, and it mentioned that the court case was either dismissed or the or the charges were withdrawn. I'm not. I get confused between the two, and that's all well and good, but we have a court system that favors rich people, right? And we don't we don't know why the charges were dismissed, and you know, she says that. She stands up for trans people and the LGBTQ community. And really, I think what she does from here on out is the proof. This is not a Gina Carano situation where she said one thing, she got called out on it, and she kept, you know, yeah, that was that's black and white. Yeah. Right. Rosario Dawson, she's saying she stands up for transgender people. She has to do that moving forward. And it's not for any of us here to say that's okay or not. Right. There are people who trans people who are hurt by her actions Mm -hmm. and they are the ones who her actions affect. And it's up to them. Right. The actions that 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 are alleged uh, questioning alleged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I feel like I watched a totally different fucking episode Mm. because it was my absolute favorite episode of The Mandalorian. Wow. Visually, I thought it kicked ass over anything we fucking have ever seen on The Mandalorian. So much so where I think Dave Filoni deserves a shot at a live action film. I was so impressed. Oh, oh, I was so impressed. Oh, no. Maybe because I'm biased because it reminded me of Kill Bill so much. And Kill Bill is one of my favorite movies of all time. But That's that exactly scene that I you guys are talking that. shit on, I thought was done perfectly. Like I'm not in it to watch a WWE match. I don't know. I thought it was rad, man. I, maybe because I was biased that Ahsoka was on there and we see lightsabers and we heard the name Grand Admiral Thrawn and we're seeing things that we never thought we'd ever see in star Wars. I thought it was fantastic. I thought visually was fantastic. I've seen it three times, maybe this time going back and looking at those pieces that you guys are talking about. Maybe I'll notice it more, but initially I thought it was great. That's just me because I didn't think the premiere, the first one, I remember I told you guys, I thought it was great, but I thought it it was slow at times and and the journey was slow. 
at times, getting to from point A to point B. But overall, I loved the premiere as well. But this one, I thought it was just packed with, I mean, instantly we got action. I thought, I thought the episode was fantastic. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it, it, it's going to be my, my overall favorite for what's already out there, but it's definitely up there. I hear what, what Eric and Tom are saying. I mean, some of that, some of that is legit, but like I could say, you know, nitpick things from almost every chapter we've gotten. Oh, absolutely. We've gotten yeah, 13, yeah. You know, so like for Filoni's second directorial debut for live action, I thought it was just glorious, man. I, the, the Kurosawa references were a little too much, but. Other than that, I just thought everything was perfect. And Araj, like you, you kind of hit the nail on the head with like the action immediately. Ahsoka first, Grand Admiral Thrawn drop, a great fight. And then what about Michael? Uh, guy Michael from Terminator. Bean. What's his name? Right, Michael, Michael Bean. Bean. Yeah. Oh, well, nice that whole scene. Him. Kyle Reese. That, that yeah. whole tombstone scene that were during reaction. Les called that out. That was all tombstone right there. Yeah, but I think King Tom. Somebody called him a jobber. In one of the, I heard. Yeah, I heard the the steel hyper chat. I expected a little more from his character, but you could kind of tell right away this guy was just hired for the facade of being a oh, tough yeah. guy. Yeah, he didn't have and, much you know, substance behind When he, when he pulled yeah. that whole, my coral isn't with you, Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's Johnny Ringo saying, hey, Doc, don't kill me. So I knew he was going to go for that pistol. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come back like that. Absolutely. It was that stupid I, grin. I, that's I what really, gave him away yeah. is the grin. I, I really wish we got that whole remake of that that gunfight between Doc Holliday and Johnny Ringo. There, was, there were a lot of callbacks. The fighting could have been more polished, but I understand uh, if you watch Rebels and Clone Wars, you're getting this version of Ahsoka that you can do so much with as compared to what you can possibly do in live action. Great. And then the fight environment, too, plays a lot into the choreography. Uh, when you look at Luke versus Vader in Jedi uh, or even in Empire, like, where they're fighting and where they end the environment they end up, you know, they end up in like some precarious spots. I really, really liked like the whole warriors setup, the respect, the quick measuring shot that they took to each other by, you know, crossing weapons at the time for her, for her first appearance as live action. This is probably, I mean, it can only be better from here on out. Can we all agree on that? Well, right. Is, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's only time. going yeah. to possibly get better from what we got today and we did our reaction show Raj and I did our reaction and I didn't think we were going to get that much Ahsoka let me tell you guys before before the reaction before we started the 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 show we were we recorded and we're like okay so before this starts what's your prediction real quick Les are we going to see Ahsoka he's like yeah I don't think we're going to see it till the very end that's just it's not happening I seriously thought we were going to get him landing you know, maybe taking on Michael Bean's character and yeah. taking them out and then, you know, setting everything right. And then somebody going, oh, yeah, someone wants to talk to you. And then there's Ahsoka right there. Right. <clears throat> but no, right away. Right away. <laughs> right away. Right you're away. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Sabers flashing, heads rolling, just crazy. You're just like, L- unless, uh, unless and I look like we're 12 years old, by the way. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were and then we excited. get a backstory on Grogu, which is probably. Yes. One of the yes. Now, not only that, we get a backstory on that. There's there's material there to make your own special, you know, Grogu's escape or who got Gro who who saved Gro Grogu's rescue. Who, got Grogu. who trained Gogu. Just all kinds of awesome stuff, man. 
it has so much rewatchability. I mean, the things I mentioned are just tiny nitpicks and it's not, it was more about the execution than, than anything else. But I thought that live action Ahsoka looked great. I was worried that I wouldn't like her voice because mm-hmm. I'm so used to Ashley Eckstein, but it very much felt like a grown up version of the voice we're used to hearing right. from Clone Wars and Rebels. And, you know, for that, man, th- that's that's all cool. And I also like that Filoni kind of came around and said, well, you know, maybe the thing that happened at the the prologue oh, yeah. of Rebels yeah. wasn't really as close right. to the end of Jedi as you think. And which obviously I assume that's something they would end up like diving in on. But right. like with dude with Michael Bean, I I always I loved him since like I saw him in the first Terminator movie mm-hmm. and I was hoping that he would throw out a come with me if you want to live <laughs> or, or 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 something like uh, he'll never stop or whatever yeah. it was he says yeah. I think that would have been a cool call she'll but, never stop she'll keep coming yeah. she, they should have done that yeah they could they could have because dude stuff like that would crack me up and you know they really just had him there for the magistrate to flick him every now and then but right you know it's it's nice i you know myself and i think others maybe not many others last horses cross the finish line mm-hmm. i could see i could see the appeal i could see the you know why why everybody oh, loves okay. it. oh of course yeah 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 so yeah so i completely get it now and it's and it's funny to be the you know the last one that's what i was noticed i was like oh, okay she's well you're badass. you're not even the last one there's there's obviously oh, many, millions of people that, that have no, no idea who she is exactly i know and, but, but as far as like other other Star Wars fans, oh, they've yeah, seen yeah. everything about her. They know everything, you know, right. things like that. Right. So, but I, I am interested in the person that she's become. I get to learn a new character, just like everybody else, but from a different perspective. I have almost no idea who she is. I kind of see, I kind of see why people are like asking questions about her demeanor, how she talks, the the lack of compassion. We have no idea because she goes from being a essentially an adolescent to probably middle-aged person now she's gone through some shit she looks like that you know that she's just done done with things i didn't see that as much of a you know of a draw where i'm just like oh, i don't know i thought it was pretty good yeah. so, hey real quick something i wanted to mention when when i watched this for the first time i wasn't going to do it but just the way it worked out i couldn't help it my dad was over and no. he yeah. he had only seen the first episode of this season so on Thanksgiving Day, after we, you know, ate a ton of food and then napped, we came back and we watched all of the episodes up b- until the new one. And then he came back over Friday morning and we watched it and he was blown away. And now, mind you, he likes Star Wars to the extent where he's seen the movies. The end. He's right. not seen one piece of animation. None of that. And none of that mattered. All of this has been done so well that for people who know what all the stuff is awesome for you people who don't awesome, also for, awesome you. for them it yeah. made no difference to him you know it opened the door for him to ask me some questions he was interested in but it mm-hmm. didn't subdue his enjoyment of the episode in the heat of it at all which is i say speaks volumes for the job they've done with this absolutely lorena absolutely loved it she said one of her favorite episodes and she doesn't know ahsoka's character like we do, you know what I mean? She absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. She said it was awesome. And she talked about it afterwards too, which she usually doesn't do. She goes, the next day she's like, God, that episode was great. I go, yeah, no, it was, it was amazing. And then one more thing, the, I'm a sucker for a staff. So it's just fucking awesome right off the bat. 
And then the fact that it's made out of Beskar mm-hmm. and the way she use it, uses it as a intimidation device, you know, you know, you know, tapping it on the ground, the sound it makes, you know, just the quiet, you know, ambiance. I love that you hear. scene. Man. Oh man, that, that was fucking solid. So yeah. So it, it helped that it was a, a fucking a staff that, that got me. And then and now he has it. So I, I hope he knows how to fucking use it. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's, he's gonna he's stab gonna himself. Did you guys notice uh, Morai? Did you guys notice yeah, uh, the owl? The owl. The owl? Yeah. That was a nice yeah, touch. That time, was a yeah. really nice touch. Yeah, second time for me too. I didn't notice so, it the first time. Do you guys know why the magistrate was able to keep up with the Jedi? I just found this out today. No. She so when Ahsoka explains that her planet was destroyed during the Clone Wars, and then she like went crazy and then started building like ships for the Republic, then turned Empire. Her planet was Dathomir. Oh. The, a lot of people are saying that she was trained by the Night Sisters. Sister. Yeah. And so she has like not the force, but she's got some some magic night sister skill. Oh shit. Um, that's the word on the street. But her planet definitely was Dathomir. That's interesting. Yeah. That is really cool. That's really cool. I have a question. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we got our first interaction between Grogu. And somebody who knows how to utilize the force. What's what's the future here? Because we've we've seen that they can't be separated. The show would be over if Grogu and Din separate. Show's over. Yeah, that's not essentially. It's either Grogu gets no training or very little and sticks with Din for the rest of his life, and just they go on adventures together. You know, he kind of keeps him safe or stops this whole manhunt for him or Grogu goes with somebody or, or they go they just make it a threes company kind of thing and just join with them on their journeys and train them or train him as they go mm-hmm. so my question is what's the future here Ahsoka tells him when you when, he, when you put him on the seeing stone on Tython which is a Jedi temple there uh, you know Jedi monastery or temple uh, mm-hmm. in new canon then he's got to choose his own path that's up to Grogu to choose his path if he wants to become you know more serene and, and you know find divinity within the forest and train him and get trained or does he want to go a different path which may be the path of the mandalorian and, mm-hmm. and i think that that's going to be like a big part of the story arc the main story arc is like for one if he meditates and he does choose the forest who's go- who's going to hear his call to train him mm-hmm. and and two uh and the and b say a and b if he doesn't choose it does you know does does mando just kind of say, okay, we're not going to get you trained. I'm just going to take you under my wing now and make you one of us, a Mandalorian. You know? mm-hmm. Question for you guys, though. We know that he's been trained by multiple masters. We don't know how much training he's gotten. He's hiding specific skills because obviously maybe he's been tortured or he doesn't want to show his skills. Will we see him bust out some crazy skills at, when they they are going to get separated eric and i talked about this it's gonna happen they're gonna get separated somehow some way during this season in the next three episodes uh then they'll get back together but will we see something of his like badass skills come out and only how if, crazy would that be only if there's cookies involved right i mean you just go to macaroons and i if i think the the limitation of it would be like telekinesis i don't think we're going to see him whip out a lightsaber and start whooping ass. I just, I don't see that being an option for the tiny little lightsabers. Yeah. Well, and for the puppet, it it just, (laughs) I just don't see it being a thing. It would almost look like, uh, a little bit too much like, um, 
Team America, World Police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but also just because they've really driven the point home that he's very toddler like. I mean, just yeah. because he's been trained for years, it, like in the t- in the timeline of thing, you know, my kid's good at math, but he's he's not going to design a supercomputer, that kind of thing. I don't. Right. Uh, I, I do think that they'll be separated at some point and maybe I'd say it's unlikely, but maybe it'll be a cliffhanger for the season. I would be surprised at that though, if they let people sit on that because they're in a very delicate balance. I mean, I know they have a story they want to tell. They also want people to keep coming back for more and they want people to keep buying merch. That's how you know the kid's not going to die. You, you never off a child. That's just not going to happen. Unless you're walking dead. Oh, <laughs> well, given all that, you've got who who could possibly hear like hear the call when they put him on the seeing stone. It would have to be Luke Skywalker. Otherwise, yeah. all of the stuff that happened with him being the only hope and there not being any Jedi left is is pointless. They it would be retcon central. You know what I mean? Multiple people hit less than I up saying it could be Cal Kettis. Cal from, he's dead <laughs> yeah he's a goner man no he's not he's not, he's not dead yet dead. in canon no and or Ezra's still out there there's, there's actually a list I was gonna say the other two this is gonna sound these are the crazy ones the first one is Mace Windu second one is Kyle Katarn from Legends who was on Luke's council actually in Legends and a lot of people are like petitioning for that but I, that's a long shot but um, and then I've heard Barris Offie because the last time we saw her, she was in captivity. And Shock T, because that deleted scene doesn't count, technically could still be alive. But who else mm-hmm. do you got, Carlos? There's You guys need one character from, what is it, the Fallen Order. There's Seer Jenda. There's Opus Rancis, like you guys said, Ezra, Soka. Leia is still alive. Leia is still there. Leia, Leia right. still exists. We don't know anything about Yaddle. Yaddle. Yeah. How about Evan, Evan Peel? Evan Peel. We don't know what happened. Wait, yeah. didn't he? Oh yeah, we is, don't know what happened. I don't know. And then there's angry there's it's Coleman. Yaddle died. Yaddle died. With that face, I mean, she's implied, been dead for yeah. a while. That sounds like a Naboo. And then there's I Coleman. Think this is a Naboo right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and then there's Coleman Cat Gary Coleman. Clever. No. Yeah, Coleman K C A J. Take that with what you will. And is Quinlan Voss Vega? still alive? Quinlan Voss is still Quinlan alive. Voss is still alive. Uh, no. Here here's the deal though. Yeah, that's all Sorry. fine and well, right? But what I'm talking about is the the meat of this whole story and the whole point of the entire original trilogy <laughs> is that Luke Skywalker <laughs> is the final hope and the last of the Jedi. You can you can paint whatever numbers you want behind that, but they're really t- flirting with disaster by undoing <laughs> that if they keep pecking away at it. Well, they're you starting I mean? to, Eric. Though they're starting to. Having him alive, having little Grogu alive and being hidden means there could be a bunch of them hidden. I suppose. It, then the other thing is, because I actually brought this up on the motivators, was before this episode happened and us, we knew Ahsoka was going to be on. I said, do you think there's any chance that she already knows him? And so my thing is this. He was in the Jedi Temple and trained by many masters over a period of time. Ye- you don't hide a little green guy who's the only other one of the same species as Yoda. I feel like she would have had to have seen him. 
I, you know what I'm saying? I just, the, the concept of it is, is hard to, to take that she wouldn't have encountered him. Well, what was and, the time frame, Eric, from the time she left because she got so pissed off at the council to the time where the order 66 happened? How, what was that time frame? Um, not, enough, not enough time for him to be trained by multiple masters. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. I mean, okay. because it's unknown, but it wasn't. Yeah. Unless he was with one master a day for one week, then that, and that's multiple. <laughs> yeah. and that's yeah. You never know. He could be fucking, a, he could be a stud. That's it. Yeah. If Go he's ahead, 50 Tommy. years old now, he would have been at the Jedi temple until he was 25. I think it's 30 years because it's five after Jedi, right? I mean, here's the deal, though. They can do whatever they want, and that's ultimately yeah, right. what they'll do. Right. But I just think if <laughs> yeah. you, it's bonkers to have any other thing happen. You I know agree. what I mean? I agree, and I'm, I'm hoping that it is, Eric. It is Luke. How because the fuck are they going to do Luke? How? But Multiple Sebastian, ways, Mike. Stan, I don't know. It's But, but they, the, all beside the point, you know, when you enter The Force Awakens, Luke Skywalker is all that's left of the Jedi again. You know what I mean? You have to be careful to keep doing and undoing that. So what I would do is I would have it to where he's in so much danger that whoever, Luke Skywalker, whoever tells Din, you have got to take him out past the outer reaches. That's the only place that he's going to be safe. And that be their their end of their story. Is because then they both ride off into the sunset and it leaves you this big open spot for Grogu coming back as a like a full fledged adult Yoda guy to do something else a hundred years later. Yeah. But because I I like it, I I think that's all you can do because they're not going to kill that kid. They're not going to do it. No, they can't. That'd be insane. But anyway. But let, hey, let's go back real quick. And I saw King Tom shake his head on the Sebastian stand. You don't want that on huh, King Tom. No, I don't. I, it look, it makes a cool still picture, but I don't think it'll look as good in live action. I think what we're going to see is a hologram of Luke. I think you can get away with doing a hologram and not have to mess around with the aging or get a Sebastian stand. And that's what we're going to see. We saw a hologram of Moff Gideon already. We've seen holograms all over the place in Star Wars. I think we're going to get a hologram or the backside of Luke or something. I don't think, I think King Tom's right. I don't think they're going to go that route and change it and pull a, a solo move on this. Listen, have you guys seen the Irishman? Have you seen Tron, Tron legacy, what they did with Jeff Bridges? Have you seen what they did with Robert De Niro? Why not just get Mark Hamill? Fucking just the body, the body type, the body type is totally different. Pappas, I mean, if you get Sebastian Stan and then de-age him, I don't know why you would get Sebastian Stan. If you get any actor that's in the same shape as Mark Hamill was five years after Jedi, then yeah, you can. The technology is getting better and better. Even these deep fakes that you see on Twitter and YouTube are ridiculous. They're, I don't know how they how you do that stuff, but um, I just don't think they'll get Mark Hamill to come in and with that body shape and his age, I just don't I don't think that'll work. Well, what did they do in Rise of Skywalker in the training scene on Endor? What was that? That was, that was, that was the aging. That was CG. Was yeah, I don't know if that up? was. I don't know if that was, was Mark Hamill running around, dude. I don't. Right. That's a great question, Mike. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, running around, what do you want him to do? He's just going to stand there and dish out some information. Probably some like you. I think you're right. It's probably going to be some negative info where it's 
you're screwed. Run, get him out. Yeah, because yeah, because they're you guys are right. They can't be separated. He can't die. So it's it, it's one of those where you know you got to do what you got to do. And that, I think that would make for a really exciting story. This continuing on of this, just just run. You have very little options. Just get him as far away from it as he can and let him live as much of a good life as he can. They may not even make it to Typhon. Like, like yeah, the tracking exactly. device is on the Razor Crest. Baby Yoda's probably going to get kidnapped by, by Gideon before they even make it to Typhon. That may not yeah. happen. In this yeah, season. you're right. This might not happen this season. We might not even see the temple. Yeah. Not all. Crazy times. But I will tell you that we're damn lucky to be getting these episodes. They rule. Oh, they do I mean, rule. They do. Don't you miss these conversations? Like yeah. we're, no, we're yeah. having sentences like what Jedi is going to show up. Like, like I miss that shit. And so some other news, man, and I cannot, I shame on me. Can't remember where I saw this, but the Obi-Wan series is supposed to begin filming at the beginning of January. So <laughs> very short time here, man. And now I don't know what that means as far as when we'll see it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah but cool. Hey, it's happening. It's yeah, happening. It's happening. Yeah. It's so yeah. great, man. Man, it's oh. what a crazy time we live in. I'm so glad. Oh yeah. We are mm-hmm. so spoiled right now. Go to ahead. be getting banger content like this for mm-hmm. people who love Star Wars, but then also right. being able to see like my kids and my dad who aren't obviously they're not up this late at night making podcasts. They're not us and they still are getting so much out of it. And I it's very endearing to me. My mom, my mom, she's it's completely sold on it too. Uh, it's just, it's so cute. It's the best. All right. So we got a couple of emails, obviously regarding the episode. This is from Dexter and Dexter is the one who sent us email about the blockbuster podcast. He, he's the one that referred us to amazing podcast. If you guys haven't listened to the blockbuster podcast, it's fantastic. It's about George Lucas, Steven Spielberg when they first started. And um, it's about him filming star Wars and also, Spielberg filming Jaws, and it's wonderfully done. It's really good. What, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a radio drama. It's not. Thank you. That's that's what I was about to say. It, what is it specifically? Because yeah, it's not just a podcast about. Yeah, it. they they call it a podcast. They call it the blood podcast. Of course, podcast, yeah. but it is a radio drama. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a radio. Dexter, here you go. I'm so sorry for the delayed reply, as I have been honestly shy to respond. I'm sorry about that, Dexter. You should be shy to respond. First of all, I wanted to thank you for taking my suggestion way back to listen to that blockbuster podcast slash radio drama about George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. I was beyond thrilled to hear you all mention my email about it on your podcast. I was then floored when you interviewed the makers of it. And that was a great listen. I wanted to thank you guys back then for all of this, but I was really shy. Anyway, I've been excited along with you guys each week when the Mandalorian drops a new episode. I was reliving the Ahsoka jaw dropping moments while watching you and Les on the recent reaction video. I love Baby Yoda's name reveal. I love Grogu is a perfect name. And I wanted to email you about something which I don't see too many people mentioning. We know that the Mandalorian plays homage to the Lone Wolf and Cub manga and film series. So I looked up the name of the samurai child who he protected in that story. The name is Diagoro. I thought, wow, that feels like Grogu in a way. Do you think that the name Diagoro might have influenced the name of Grogu? It would be cool to know if it really did. I love learning about what goes on behind the scenes. All the best, you guys. Much love to the Sithless crew. This is the way, Dexter. Thank you, Dexter. By the way, Les had to leave the podcast because he wasn't feeling uh, well at all. So Les, get better. Get well soon. Uh, he does the manga stuff. Mike, do you do the manga stuff at all? 
I do. I'm mostly uh, like Shonen Jump, Dragon Ball. So I'm not too familiar with Diagoro. Is that what, what manga did he say it was from? The Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, yeah, Lone Wolf and Cub. I think I'm it was uh, Favreau who named him, though. Oh, Favreau named him? I wonder if Favreau's into that stuff. There was an image I saw from one of the Kurosawa films where the samurai is holding a, uh, a boy, like a toddler, and someone was comparing it to that. I don't know if the, if the manga is based off of that mm-hmm. of that Kurosawa film where it's like we had to it was basically rescuing the child from invaders in the village right or whatever. right right, right. Uh, i wish i knew the name of that movie yeah that is interesting dexter well i'm gonna i'm gonna send this message to less crack see, team's on it and the crack team will be on it but i really appreciate it this email is from avery hey sith listeners hope you had a safe and wonderful thanksgiving introduce my dad to the mandalorian over the holidays and he's officially on his way to joining the fandom on that note, do you think episode five is the launch pad for a potential live action Ahsoka show? Do you think Admiral Thrawn is Moff Gideon's superior or is he a separate Imperial faction? Does this further any theories of Ezra slash Sabine showing up down the road? Lots of questions, but this was definitely my favorite episode to date. That opening reminded me of Vader's final scene in Rogue One. So it's, pr- oh, that's, that's pretty cool. So I was pretty lit during the first five minutes. What do you think? Stay safe through the holiday season out there and banter on. That's Avery. And remember, he is the host of Battles and Banter podcast. So check that out. I will say, yes, I believe that Soka is going to get her own show. I think you're going to see Ezra. I think you're going to see Sabine. And I think you're going to see Thrawn. I don't know if you're going to see them in The Mandalorian, but you're going to see them all in a separate show. Live action. That's my theory. I think right now, because this is well after the Battle of Jakku, the Empire really isn't holding it together. Right now, the Empire, what's left of the Empire is probably in a stage like in Zahn's original EU trilogy, where it's just various warlords, each thinking they control the Empire. So whatever Thrawn is doing, it probably is not together with Moff Gideon. And... Yeah, I I don't know that Thrawn would be into the Super Trooper or Dark Trooper, Super, super. Trooper Jedi Force trooper. imbuing things either. <laughs> That's what they are now. <laughs> right, yeah, I, agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you, King Tom. And I think you could say that any episode this season could be a pilot for a potential spinoff. Right, and we've heard rumors about all of them. <laughs> yeah. From Bo-Katan to Ahsoka to Ezra. Frog Lady. Lady. Yeah, Fro- Frog Lady. Yeah, Frog Lady I would be really into. That'd be awesome. If Tom is right, this doesn't matter. But I'll just say that a Grand Admiral is is higher than than a Moth. If Gideon has a boss, I would think it'd be a Grand Admiral. Oh. I can't give you an answer. I have no idea. I'm going to say no because the purpose of these shows is to expand the universe. And if you're branching off with the Ahsoka stuff with Thrawn and maybe Ezra and Sabine, why intertwine it even more with the Mando stuff? I think yeah. it's I think it's separate. Yeah, Excellent point, too. man. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Eric, you're on board with that then, all right? Yeah, because I mean, my thing is, is you, it seems to me that Moff Gideon is very much long live the Empire. I mean, he says it specifically, but mm-hmm. Thrawn, on the other hand, I believe with the Empire in the state that it's in right now would be more about, let's see what I can do for myself and not necessarily just himself as Grand Admiral Thrawn, but his people. And right. like that would be his prime opportunity to either get out of something he didn't want to be a part of anymore or to move in and and take over. So I suspect they're separate. Yeah. Yeah. You guys all make perfect points. 
Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I think I agree that they're, that they're separate because you are right. You want separate stories. You want them to branch off on their own, I guess. Mm -hmm. My question is, is this, are we just never going to see Ahsoka again then in the Mandalorian? I think we will. Somebody said something that kind of hinted to the fact we will. I don't remember who it was, but that was involved with the show. Mm, Okay. Wasn't one of the actors, I think the the dude who was the, the Mando, the Mandalorian dude working with Bo-Katan. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, He said that he liked working with her, uh, with Rosario Dawson again. Yeah, that's right. See, cause yeah. Cause my, I don't know in in my own head canon, I'm thinking that we're going to get a Avengers meetup at the end where he's going to face Moff Gideon and the super troopers. And he's like, well, I'm fucked. This is it. You know, almost like uh, the cantina scene at the end, at the end of the first season where he's like, well, this sucks. And then, you know, people come in and help him and save him, things like that. I think it's going to be almost the same thing, but with, you know, the Mandalorians, with Ahsoka coming in, uh, it was a grief carga and all that, their, their whole squad and whatever he can get to. Maybe even Frog Lady picks up a blaster and, you know, kills some super troopers. She's her tongue. Yeah. What if, though, because they kind of did the Avengers team up last season. What if yeah. it's like a reverse Avengers team up where instead of the good guys teaming up, it's oh. Moff Gideon brings in Thrawn. Like, because, well, <laughs> we know Bill Burr is coming back. What if he brings back Bill Burr and, right. you know, they release the, him out of the, jail. Yeah. They release the woman from this last episode. They bring her back. They bring a spider, you know. And then, wow. and he didn't kill any of those other bounty hunters, not the bounty hunters, but that mercenary crew. They were all locked up. Yeah, they're all right. locked up. Yeah, there's yeah so they can bring, bring them back. So instead of the good guys teaming up, it's... So everybody thinks that he's going to fight Gideon. I don't mm-hmm. think that's his fight. I think him and maybe Ahsoka and that crew no. go and rescue Grogu. Uh, that, that's Bo-Katan's fight. That's Bo-Katan's that's hard mm-hmm. So maybe he'll give her the spear and she'll go after Gideon and get her Darksaber. Maybe, I think yeah. that's her fight. Good theory. Yeah, that is her fight. And she's got, Bokotan's got Ahsoka's number, man. Got her cell phone number. So she can just call her up. So we, they can definitely come back for the final episode or last scene. And they're, they're in communications, I would imagine. How the fuck did she know that she was on Corvus? Like, how the fuck? Like, she's probably only just got there to start, try to liberate. Well, that's that. what I'm saying. They have, they're in communication somehow. Yeah. So they're still like, they're helping each other. They're still besties. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And that episode was worth all the amount of we talked about it, but um, I think it's time to get into some other stuff. What do you guys think? Let's do it. Peter Dinklage is joining a superhero movie. Did you guys hear about this? I saw something. Yeah, he is joining, and this came from Deadline, I believe. He is joining the Toxic Adventure reboot. So Peter Dinklage is going to be in the Toxic Adventure reboot, not the hero superhero we you know you would think of, but the uh, one that we need. The one that we need, the Toxic Avenger. That's right. Why not repoot that? Will George Clooney come back to play the Cape Crusader in the Flashpoint movie? Mm, do we want to see his nipples? That's the question. He, well, they asked him, and he was speaking to Empire, and this is what he had to say. It's funny. You'll notice they didn't call me. Huh. Somehow I didn't get that call. They did not ask for my nipples. Listen, there are certain things you never know. This one, I know. So he will not be in Flashpoint, but there is breaking news regarding George Clooney. This is breaking news. For the last 20 years, he's been cutting his own hair and he's been using the Floby. The fuck is that? 
Before the Floby, only a skilled professional could produce a good layered haircut. Tens of thousands have been sold to satisfied customers. Why? Because it really works. Proper suction is the key to getting great-looking haircuts with no cleanup. This ingenious device lets you give yourself and family perfect haircuts every time. The Floby is like a vacuum haircut apparatus. He's been using it for 20 years. Mike Pappas, do you believe George Clooney for 20 years that pimp ass has been using a Floby on his own hair? Of course. I use, how do you think I get this be these beautiful locks? I use it every <laughs> night. Yeah, me too. Every single night. Spoke, oh, Remember yeah, on Wayne's World, World the suck cut? That, that, it sucks while it cuts. Well, it certainly oh, sucks. But it, the yes. Floby was a, an actual thing. You hooked it onto the hose of your vacuum cleaner, and it yeah. it drove these little blades. And you put different gauge, different depth That's of uh, like guides on it, and you used it, and it would suck the hair right into the thing while you did it. It's the home haircut solution. Yes. Can, can you use it when you're shaving your nether regions? Uh, I, I, probably for pleasure. <laughs> the vacuum's already right there. The Floby. Is that the so George singer of, of uh, um, oh God, Buck Cherry. <laughs> Buck Cherry. Oh, damn. I'm on a train Ooh. with cocaine. <laughs> Buck Cherry reference. For the listeners, I just put a picture up of somebody using the Floby and it looked like the lead singer of Buck Cherry. I've got to tell but, you uh, a story about yeah. Buck Cherry if you want to hear one. Sure. Why not? I was in this band and this was right before I joined the band. They were opening for Buck Cherry and it was over an Easter weekend. And I was with my first wife at the time. So we drove, we went home to visit the family and then drove back to St. Louis just to go see this band and like support them while they were opening for Buck Cherry at this little like weird club in this old uh, uh, like industrial section in this factory. You got to really make sure that you pronounce Buck Cherry. That's Buck how you said. Cherry. I thought you said not, butt cherry. Not butt like, cherry. Buck, buck cherry. So they, they put on a killer show. There's not a ton of people there. It gets done. Everybody leaves. And it's me, a couple of dudes from the band that I was getting ready to be in, my wife, and then the dudes from Buck Cherry. My wife was the only chick there. And oh. they all like swarmed in on her with, with ah. like almost like pushing me out of the way. Hey, what's going on? Oh and it's like... God. I thought about it. Looking back, I wish they would have just taken her off my hands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it would have saved me some trouble. Oh, oh boy. I'm leaving you for that's cherry, a good Buck yeah. Cherry story. Mm -hmm. Yep. They, I, I bet they would. That song would have been about her. <laughs> Boo, give us some bits. We need some bits. Please. Yes. An interesting and an interesting bit here. No real information or oh, like Naboo kind of yeah that's right yeah I'm right Barack Obama has given Drake permission to play him in a biopic this is from Complex this is an interview what Complex had with Barack Obama at some point you could see there's only there I think there's been a couple movies made about him and 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 his wife how they came together and things like that oh yeah yeah, yeah. and I think there's a, a another movie about his early history so you could almost see that a a biopic will be made eventually he has signed off if it does happen on Drake being his him, I guess. Okay, well, here's a question: Who would you want to be? Who do you want to portray you, Boo, in a big screen film of Boo? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. I could see that. He's still he's still fat enough to where we we we've match. You're not as big as Jonah. I Hill. know. Thank God, Mike Pappas. Who yeah. would you want to play you? To play me, Vin yeah. Diesel. Vin Diesel. I could see it. I was going to say a bald Brian Austin Green. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> King Tom? Conan O'Brien 15 years ago. Ooh, oh, with the height of work and all that stuff. Good one. So we, Mr. Struthers? Chris Hemsworth. Nice. Wow. The fat one. The hair works. I can see the hair. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I've seen you in the Thor outfit. It's pretty epic. Yeah, dude. That's pretty metal. I'm going to pick um, the animated Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey, <laughs> though. Yeah. Abu. 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 Well, if I shave my head, Stanley Tucci. That'd be great. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I was going to say Kumar. Oh, Kumar. Yeah, that's good. That's racist. Mm. That's good. (laughs) So is Aladdin, but you know. Well, yeah, but I can say it. You you, you can pick it. Yeah. All right. You bastard. All right, let's move on. Actually, for me, it would probably probably be David Spade. It's Joe David Dirt. Spade. I would I would pay so much to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's not what you like. It's the consumer. Joker composer Hilder. Something that I would see in Assassin's Creed. Oscar uh, Valhalla. Yeah, Oscar, Oscar winner. winner. Fantastic. Yeah, that is that looks very uh Celtic. I'm not even gonna try that. We'll score David O. Russell's next film, uh starring Christian Bell, Margot Robbie, and David or uh, John David Washington. Wow. Yeah. No word on what the movie is or anything like that. But sounds good already. Yeah, the the, the music's gonna be fantastic. So, King yeah. Tom crying? Oh, I thought he got emotional because of the Joker. My bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like really He's that's amazing. His eyes. I, was I like, love oh, that. that. Yeah. The scene the, that scene is pretty hard to work. Yes. Bathroom scene. Yes. Oh, shit. That is nuts. Black Mirror creator Charlie Brooker has developed a mockumentary about 2020 for Netflix. This is from Deadline. With the, with the Starting Black, Hugh Grant, by the way. Yeah. With Black Mirror, it is a rather dark show. Mm-hmm. I think almost every episode you could say it lightens up a little bit and stuff like that. But most of the episodes are make you sit back and wonder about yourself, wonder about society and the decisions we make as human beings. So when he says mockumentary, people think it's going to be a little bit funny. I think this is be very, very dark. I think this would be a very dark series or whatever he's going to want to create. So I, I think people are looking forward to this. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of like, what was it? The, uh, the Borat, Borat 2, where oh. people are just shocked. Right. Kind of thing. So, well, 2020 is darker than any episode of Black Mirror. That's for damn sure. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, so I, I think people should get a, get ready for a ride. So, and this should come out, I would assume, pretty soon in order for it to stay relevant. Relevant. Yeah. So, no, no, um, no word on that. Ryan Reynolds had a thing pop up today. It's like a fake match.com commercial. Yeah. <laughs> where it's Satan. Yeah. So good. Name so good. 2020. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. It was great. <laughs> and Taylor it Swift also, did, yeah, Taylor Swift. It also right? features Taylor Swift, and she's re-recording some of her songs that she doesn't own the masters to anymore. And uh, yeah, I had a song in there, but it's it's very funny. It's really good. Yeah, it's really funny. good. It's, it's like, really. It's got like, it, like it, a tender. It felt like a it. Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. 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 That's. Funny. Where are you from? Hell. Hell. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, think a, a raccoon gets hit by lightning, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell uh, Hawes. The, the devil looked like uh, Tim Curry's uh, Devil and Legend. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, yeah it was cool. super legend status. So, this is also from Deadline. A new Van Helsing movie is in development at Universal. Your reputation precedes Van Helsing. Not I with Hugh Jackman. No, no, no. But I love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I just uh, love that line. I yeah. always say that line. Yes, no, yeah. That in everybody in his deck. <laughs> Jesus, just, as long as it's got the accent, you're down, huh? Yeah. The uh, you're Eastern, you're Eastern European Russian accent. You're the Eastern sold. European jizz. 
That was from that was for smoking aces. Smoking aces. Jizz. Jizz. Yep. You got the cinnamon bun? Cinnamon bun. Bun of the cinnamon? <laughs> I don't that know. Jizz. Great movie, man. Oh, that was a good great movie. movie. Chris that Pine. Movie. Chris Pine. Oh, Chris Pine. Right. Jeremy man. Piven, too. Oh, Piven's best. Everybody in this movie. Yes. Julius Avery will direct and James Wan will produce. Hmm. So, yeah, so that sounds good. Uh, Margot Robbie is in talks to join Brad Pitt in Damien Chazelle's Babylon. The R-rated drama takes place when Hollywood moves away from silent films. This is also from Deadline. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then one more. I thought this was interesting. It's not really just any information. Leonardo DiCaprio thinks that Django Unchained, The Great Gatsby, and The Wolf of Wall Street as a unofficial trilogy about wealth and power across American history. Wow. Different eras. Different eras. Different ideas of power and money and status and the eventual end of what it cost you. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I, I saw that and I was like... I really enjoyed Great Gatsby, by the way. And I saw it in in 3D. That must have been fucking nuts. It was fucking great. There are certain movies where you're like, this deserves 3d and then there's others where like yeah this is just a gimmick i could see that being debbie does good. dallas was a good one. Oh, it's great oh <laughs> just keep going yikes no on that note that's all i got <laughs> that's it folks <laughs> well i appreciate your boo bits yeah and i apologize to mrs struthers because you uh, look very uh, distraught on that last no. one I'm just disappointed in you. That's oh, why, I don't know why we you would are. be. This is on brand for last three years. So, Mr. Mike Pappas, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence here. Thank you we for having really, me. Oh, anytime you just ring us and come on, you don't need an invite. We love you. Glad you're doing well. And I'll tell people out there where they can find you on a podcast and see you on YouTube now. Uh, you can find me at uh, the Pop Culture Hour, um, which is a uh, podcast, obviously iTunes, Google. And you can find us on the pop, me on the Pop Culture Hour YouTube channel, which uh, name says itself, easy to search. And uh, on Scumbag and Villainy on YouTube. And I'm also extremely active um, on our uh, group pages for both Pop Culture Hour. And we're going to have a, well, we just made the Twitter and the Instagram for Scumbag and Villainy, but. Hopefully we'll have a Facebook group there as well. Scumbag or scumbags, Mike? Scumbag. I got it. Non-plural. There it is. Got it. Yeah. There it is. That's well, probably yeah, check, me. Check I'm them out. And the, <laughs> the, the, yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that part's you. Uh, but no, check them out. We'll have that on the show notes. All the great uh, pop culture hours already on our pot of forward page on our website. We'll have scumbag availability on there too. So check that out, subscribe and like and all that good stuff. Mr. Tom Chansky, king of all pods, the man who gets emotional about <laughs> the Joker. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Where can people find you? They can find me having ice cream with my pie. I'm on Twitter at Tom Chansky. Boy. And then uh, Patreon shows. Ass. Yep. Patreon shows. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. Uh- <laughs> Oh, Mr. Eric Struthers, where can people find you? You know what? You can check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, and you can definitely not find me gigging anywhere. And you can follow me on Twitter at Eric Struthers. Carlos Buarguayo, where can people find your fuzzy bits? Uh, you can find my fuzzy bits on Twitter at the Syphilis Boo. Great. I'm glad I didn't forget about you. Yeah, me time. too. Yeah. yeah. What am I, the redheaded stepchild? No, you don't have hair. (laughs) 
All right. And you can find me at The Sith List. You can find Les and I doing reaction videos. King Tom, I think, if he's awake, we're going to do a breakdown video in the morning. So check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. We really appreciate it. And we can find us all on episode number 227 of The Sith List.
proper suction is the key. What? It sucks while it cuts. Cinnamon bun, bun of the cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that know, juice. Great,